You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break. Hey, Make Your Break, welcome back to the show. I'm really excited that you're here. I've had a big week, and I'm sure you did as well, with Black Friday and all the big things that have been happening. You know, quarter four for any business is always a busy time, especially as everyone's trying to get their sales ready and everyone's launching new products and everything else is going on before the festive season all starts. So I hope you're not burnt out and I hope you're doing well. Hey, for the podcast, I've got some really cool episodes that are going to be coming up over the next few months. And um, I've been... I have been trialing a few new things. I'm going to add an extra episode in next year where I could speak to you and answer some of your questions. Now, if you do want to know more about this, I would actually head over to my Instagram account and you can see that I've got a group where you can join the Make Your Break group. And in there, I'm going to be adding things in there so you can answer questions and submit things in and everything else. And that way, I can be more interactive and I can live my childhood dream of being a radio announcer. I remember way back then, that's something that I wanted to do. And I can actually help you in a whole new way. So if you're interested in that, you should head over to there. Now, to get started today, we have a wedding photographer based in the US, Hannah. She's been doing amazing things. I have been mentoring her inside the Six Figure Business Map program. She is one of the sailors that is hitting big milestones, going full time. And she today, she's going to share with you what it took for her to hit her big milestones and also just the mindset shifts that she's had. So, you know, whenever you're trying to do something yourself and in whatever creative business that you're in, you're trying to level up and take things to new heights. It's so good to listen to somebody else that had the same limiting beliefs or same challenges and they've been able to push through and create something that they are obsessed over. Now, I just want to say to you, if you are tired right now, as I said, of Black Friday, if you are feeling a little bit burnt out, don't give up on me. Keep pushing. Make sure you do rest. But it's really important that like sometimes you got to know there's setbacks. Sometimes you got to re- get re-inlined, re-obsessed over the thing that you want to put out to the world. And um, I'm here for it. So just a little reminder, don't give up. I'm here for it. So let's get into today's episode before we do. I do have a webinar today and guess what? The Six Figure Business Map does go on Black Friday special. Uh, It's still for all this week as well. So you can actually head over to sixfigurebusinessmap.com if you want to see that webinar where I'm going to pull your sales funnel apart to show you where you're leaving money on the table and also show you where you can save some discounts if you do want to join me in 2024 and you want it to be your biggest year yet, especially as the economy is turning and it's getting harder, the more obsessed people that have the knowledge are going to succeed and it's going to be easier to stand out. So if that sounds like something you want to do, definitely join me. And I do have a review here from Ashley Holstein as well that I'd love you to listen to. And then we're getting into today's episode. I'm Ashley Holstein and I'm a Nashville-based photographer. I joined the Business Map in August of 2021. I kind of let it go by because I had an established career. I had a client base in Florida that was amazing. But during the pandemic, my husband's job shifted. And so we moved to Nashville and I did not know a single soul here. And I was really struggling to keep my business afloat. So I used up the little money I had left and invested in this program. And I just bet it on me. I didn't even have the full amount to buy in, like buy it all in in cash. I just said, whatever, I'll just do this month to month. I have for three months, let's do it. By the next month, I had already the money to pay it in full. That's how amazing, effective, 
and incredible this program is. Jai has a team of people that are there to cheer you on. I didn't know that I needed that until the business map. I grew in my mindset shifts. I learned new strategies that I thought I already had in my toolkit, but Jai added a new dimension of strategies that have been absolutely game-changing to my business. This year, some of my wins that I can share with you is that I booked my top highest package three times in a span of three months, which has never happened in the history of my career. And I've been a photographer for about 10 years. And that means that my pricing has to go up in the next couple of months. So I'm excited to do that. I've booked international weddings. I've booked weddings here in Nashville. I've booked weddings back in Florida, which I didn't want to do, but it has allowed me to be able to travel. And I think that's something that I want to keep doing. One of the biggest things too was I got to pay for a vacation to take my family to Disney all in cash. I would not have been able to do this had it not been for the business map. It has changed my life. It has changed my finances. And I know that it will do the same for you. So do not wait. Please join in right now. You have to. Hey, Hannah. It's so good to finally have you on the podcast. I've been meaning to speak with you for a long time. I know that you joined the business map back in August and you've been sharing a lot of wins and things like that. And uh, today, I kind of want to dive into some of the things that you've been implementing that's got you the success as fast as it's getting you. And also just your energy and how excited you are about your business and what you're building and everything else. Before we dive into all of those things and the strategies that you want to share, can you just tell me a little bit about yourself? I'm so excited to be here. I've been doing photography for 10 years now. I got my first camera when I was 13 years old. My grandma got it for me and I've been taking pictures ever since. I've been doing weddings for probably seven, six years now. I started them in high school. Uh, Yeah, I did my math teacher's wedding and I think she paid me like 175 bucks for eight hours which was great at the time, you know? And I switched to a documentary style of photography not too long ago. And since then, I've really loved my work. And it's been a long, long journey of figuring out what I want to do. I did concerts Mm -hmm. for years. And now I finally kind of found my spot. It feels good. feels exciting. Yeah. There's nothing better than that. So you've joined the business program. How long have you been full-time for in your business? I went full-time in September. So I've been full-time for just around two months. Wow. So you've been doing photography for that long and you just went full-time right now? Yes. It took like everything in me to finally go full-time. But then it's so crazy. Like when it happened, it happened so fast. Mm. Was it a goal for a long time to go full-time in your craft? Yeah. I mean, it's all I've wanted to do since I was like a little kid. I wanted to go full-time when I picked up my first camera and I tried going to college. Everyone in my family really pushed for college and I switched majors. There was nothing I liked. I mean, I always kind of knew that there wasn't going to be anything else I liked, but... Yeah, since I was 13, I said I wanted to be a photographer. And then I try and lie to myself to talk myself out of it. But Well, congratulations. That's so epic that you just hit your unrealistic goal and you're doing some big things right now. Yeah. How does it feel for you? 
I think it feels surreal a lot. It's taken some getting used to in saying like, I'm a full-time entrepreneur and then there's nothing else. And it feels so amazing to say now that I can kind of accept it for myself and I don't feel like I have to explain it to someone. You know, mm. I think I used to have to tell people like I shoot weddings all the time and try and like justify that I'm a full-time photographer. Like I can just say it and like everyone else states their occupation and that's it. That's cool. And how was that received by your family and your partner and everyone around you? Yeah. So I think my dad has been the most supportive of everyone in me going full-time and I kind of waited until I was sure of myself because I wanted someone to tell me to like go do it. And then I, at the same time, was looking for someone to tell me like not to do it because mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure and I didn't believe in myself fully. And I mean, I've gotten like such great advice from people and I've also gotten such good advice from people. <laughs> so my family is really supportive. I think though, I was only able to do it once I was done like seeking their approval and just saying like confidently, I'm going to be able to do this and it's happening and I'm going to make it work no matter what. Wow, that's so cool. So you must be over the moon right now. Let's dive into some of the strategies that helped you in the last few months that actually got you over the line. Would you say a lot of it is strategies or would you say some of it was just sort of like you, your mindset and then you just felt like you were ready to go all in. Like maybe you found you found confidence or maybe new support or something like that. Yeah, I think it was all mindset, which is kind of funny because I thought that it was going to be like a marketing strategy that I learned or just doing something, you know, like finding my ideal client or one of those um, more like technical things. But it was all mindset. I think the biggest hurdle was that I never really believed in myself enough. And I was just so financially afraid. I started working at a really young age and I was like taught growing up to save every single penny. When we were really, really young, my mom got really sick. She lost her job. And then we lost our house. We lost everything. So I think after that, the And my mom was about to be a lawyer, so she was doing well. And I think after that, the mindset growing up really changed into a scarcity mindset. And it was like, work hard, save every single dollar you make. And it carried on. I mean, I truly was, I think I was a workaholic at like 15 years old. My first job, they called like child labor laws, got called because... I was 15 years old and I was working like like 50 hours a week. I would get dropped off from the bus after school and I'd walk home at like one o'clock in the morning. But I loved the validation of like being a hard worker and mm. working for someone else. And I think I really got addicted to that feeling. And I always moved up in my job positions really quickly. I was always kind of, the hardest worker there. And I didn't trust myself to, I think, like give myself that or believe in myself enough. And I always was working like three jobs at a time. Um, Even when I was in college, I was working three jobs. And 
I never, ever thought that I could just rely on being a full-time business myself to be a full-time business owner. And I didn't believe that I could, even if I could make that much, I didn't think I was worth making that much. I think I was too afraid to even think that I can make six figures a year because I was taught that, you know, money is bad. And if I'm like, it felt like I'd be like hustling that kind of money out of people, if that makes sense. So long story short, it was all mindset. And I realized like my job wasn't as secure as I thought it was, you know, Mm. everything changed when I realized that if I wanted job security, that was going to come from myself. Like I was going to create the most safety and security and chance to, you know, move up and succeed for myself rather than staying at a corporate nine to five who respectfully, if I died, would replace me the next day, you know? Yeah. Wow. So how did you come sort of like, how did you come to the conclusion that your full-time job was not as safe as you thought it was going to be? Was that sort of just over time you kind of looked at it and went, wait, or was there something more big and pivotal that happened in your career? Yeah, I think I was just working all the time. I was working before work on my lunch break after work. And the company was struggling. It seemed like they were really easily just letting people go. And I was doing a really great job at my position. And I really was not getting any recognition. And I just felt like really empty. And I, yeah, I was working all the time. And then I kind of looked at the actual numbers and I was like, wow, if I booked, if I could just get myself to book one extra wedding a month, I could make what I'm making at my nine to five right now. And when I like, I joined the business map, um, right before I went full time, I kind of made myself a promise to do it hand in hand. And I knew that just by joining, I could at least book one more wedding a month. And I kept on telling myself, you know what, Hannah, like you have always made everything work. You know, you moved yourself across the country alone. You will figure out a way to make it work. And the worst case scenario, if you're struggling financially, you go get a job at a coffee shop and you tell everyone that you serve coffee to that you're a wedding photographer. Wow, that's such a good tactic. Yeah. I love that so much. I love that you made a commitment to yourself and you also made a strategy. Like you made a plan. You looked around and went, wait a second, all I need is one extra wedding per month. That's it. And it's not as hard as you think. And so you've gone for it in that sense. So you, um, so it comes around August, you just joined. And at this stage, have you already put your time in to sort of quit your job or were you sort of like, okay, I'm just going to fill this out and then let's see how we go. Yeah. So It was funny. I shot this wedding and I mean, I was just like having the time of my freaking life. I was so proud of the pictures. The couple was awesome. And it was, they did the wedding in two parts. So they did like the ceremony in the mountains the day before. And then the next day they did the reception. And the pictures that I got from the ceremony the day before were by far my favorite in my portfolio couple was like ideal client. And then the next night, I always like hated reception pictures. And then I was, I tried out something new and I was doing the um, 
shutter drag with the lights because mm-hmm. there were a bunch of string lights and the pictures were so freaking awesome. And I like came home high on life just because I was like, these are the coolest reception pictures I've ever seen. And then I was like, oh my God, my heart feels so full right now. Like I felt with like full confidence that I was talented and that I was like, and not just some like side hustle photographer. Like I truly was like, wow, I'm good at this. And my clients love me. And I gave one hell of a client experience and I felt so confident. So I went home and I recorded a video because I've always been really big on like holding myself accountable, but also speaking things into existence. So I made a video saying that I'm going to go full time within the next two years and that I can do it. And I believe in myself and I cannot let me talk myself out of it. That like, this is what sets my heart on fire. And this is what I need to be doing full time. And then I'd been contemplating the business map for months because literally I listen to like almost every single podcast episode. I go on solo trips a lot. So I listen to almost every episode of Make Your Break. And I drove to the Tetons this summer and it was like 16 hours of driving. And the only thing I listened to was the podcast because I was like, I'll make this worth my while. Um, But (laughs) at the time, 3,000, it was even less um, because I paid in full, but it was like so much money to me. I felt like I was buying a freaking sports car. Like, it's so funny because now I always think to myself, like, wow, this course is so cheap. And I, for what you get, and I see these like other educators putting out courses for a lot more. And I'm like, damn, like that's really cheap for the business map for how much you get out of it. And like you do the twice a month calls plus the midweek mixers every single week. And these other educators will offer like one call every like six weeks. But anyways, I think you get so much out of it, but it was so crazy. I could not justify the amount of money because to me, it was like, it was so so expensive. Yeah. And then I got in it and I'm like, this is nothing. But anyways, so that night, I made myself a promise and I was like, you know what? Like, if I'm speaking this, I need to take an actual action or else I'm just like saying out of my ass if I'm not actually doing anything. So I signed up for the business map and then I literally went full-time two months later when I said I was going to do it in two years. That's amazing. It's amazing what happens when you get a bit of commitment and then you're like, okay, I've got a plan here and then we're going for it. Like that's Absolutely incredible. And also something that you touched on there. It is funny when something seems expensive and then after the fact, it seems really cheap because everyone perceives something differently. And so from the outside, you can perceive something. It's like, oh, that's expensive. But then is it expensive if you booked another wedding per month? Like then it's insanely cheap, you know? So it's, I do the same thing all the time. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, now I think of it like it's half a wedding. Like, yeah, Half of totally. what, what I'd make for one wedding. It's amazing. So when you got in there, tell me what your favorite strategy or what's the first things you sort of implemented? Because to me, it sounds like you're energized. You had, uh, you've already had lots of momentum and you're already committed. So you got into the program and to make yourself convinced that you're going to quit your job in two months, what did you implement into your business or change? Yeah, so I started showing up 
Mm-hmm. That was the first thing. And the biggest thing is that I started showing up and showing up as me. So I was like absolutely sick of doing <laughs> this like cookie cutter. Everyone gets the same set of 20 poses per photo shoot. Like before I was a photographer, I was a painter and I was like a factory worker. Like I'm not creating art. I'm just like doing the same exact thing for every single photo shoot. So I started actually creating what I wanted to, because if I wasn't creating what I was wanted to, I wasn't going to be finding the clients that I wanted Mm. to. I started showing up on social media I think before I joined the business map, I posted like five times this year. So I started making Instagram reels and posts and showing up on my story, doing Q&As. It's epic. Yeah, I brought the me back into my business. I got a website template. I changed my name to like what I wanted it to be. Not my name, like my business name. And that was another thing, like, I was in such a scarcity mindset that I was trying to do everything. So that was one of the biggest things. Before, I was Cutner Creative, and I wanted to do portraits, concerts, graphic design, weddings, elopements, seniors, uh, couples, pets, whatever, like you name it, I'm there. So I had the name Cutner Creative because I thought that would encompass being able to literally do everything. And then when I joined the business map, I realized that you're not going to get more work by doing everything under the sun. That means every, yeah. And you have to be good at like one thing before you try and be good at a million things. So I didn't like niche down to the point where I said goodbye to everything, but I sat down and really worked on like the ideal client, ICA stuff. And I started advertising myself first and foremost as a wedding couples photographer. And, you know, I do get family and couple inquiries, uh, not couple, family and portrait inquiries here and there. And I will do them because at the end of the day, I consider myself a storytelling photographer. And that means I can tell any story. And I think that there's a really fine line between everyone being like niche down, niche down um, versus just like plotting to create really cool art with cool people. So I stopped trying to do everything under the sun and I listened through a lot of the modules. I really worked on branding, showing up and who I wanted to attract. That's great. I also just love that you came to the conclusion and worked out that if you have more services, it doesn't mean you're going to make more money. And in fact, a lot of times you make less money. So I see this over and over and I see a lot of entrepreneurs get into the trap where they'll start a second business or a third business because their first one's not making much money. So they think if they got two, it's going to make more money. But what happens is you have two failing businesses that you have to show up for over and over, both of them. So it becomes like double the amount of work, but half the amount of money. And when you go all in on just the one thing and then you sort of start going sideways, then you're going all in and you can make a lot more money because everyone knows what it is that you do and then you can start spreading across. So that's really cool that you implemented that straight into your business. Yeah. I think the other biggest thing, I remember like the first coaching call I went on, it might've even been onboarding. You're like, who here hates sales? And it's like, me. You're like, so you suck at sales. And I was like, whoa, okay. Uh, (laughs) Sure I do. 
Um, just giving it to you straight up. <laughs> and it was funny because I had worked, one of my jobs was sales at a gym and I hated it because we'd have to cold call people all day. You're bothering oh, wow. everyone. What a job. Oh um, my God. <laughs> I can see why you don't like sales. Yeah. And just like the feeling of being a father and having to push something under uh, uh -huh. down like people's throats. But it's so funny. Like I dove right into the sales modules and I realized that it wasn't that I hated sales. It's that when I was doing sales at the gym, I didn't actually give a shit about what I was trying yeah. to sell. Well, that's right. And you I didn't, didn't believe, believe in, in the products. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And that is like the number one thing you teach is believing in the product. And I think sales became so easy once I started believing in myself and, you know, that I went through like the client experience module and I'm like nailing that. And I went through the sales funnel and I'm nailing that and I feel good about what I'm selling. And I think also like getting rid of that scarcity mindset, I encourage my couples to chat with other photographers. Like I am never going to try and like Gate force everything. them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm never going to try and force them into it because I really want them to feel like I'm a good fit for them. And I'm not there to shove it down their throats. I'm just there to like let them know like what I do and what I'm here for and, you know, feel out if they feel like a good fit for me and I'm a good fit for them. And my conversion rate is crazy high. I book nine out of 10 calls that I have. That's incredible. Which is like, that's what, where we need to be, you know? I think so many people complacent with being like, happy with booking two out of 10. And I'm like, no, that's that, there's a serious problem there. <laughs> we need to fix that. Yeah. And it's a waste of your time. That's like the other biggest thing I learned mm -hmm. is that your time is more valuable than money. And I think since I'm so passionate about my business, like even consultation calls are such energy givers. Like I put a lot into them. And why would I want to be wasting my time if I'm booking two out of 10 calls and feel like content with that? Because I give so much energy and time to them. Yeah, so much. Like if I'm booking two out of 10 calls, like I need to go back and like stop taking calls and figure out what is going on there. That's right. A hundred percent. hundred percent. There's no point of just keep doing them, keep doing them. Then you're just going to be burnt out and then wondering. Then you're thinking like, no one must make money from this industry. Like it's impossible. But it's like, no, there's, there's a problem. We need to fix that problem. <laughs> Yes, I'm glad the sales is the thing that's got you energized because it's interesting. I do remember actually talking to you about that as well. And um, the interesting thing is when everybody comes in, they have a business. And one of the most important things in business was three important things, your offer, your marketing, and your sales. And everyone works on their offer and they work on their marketing hard, but no one works on the sales. And if you don't work on your sales, you it's pretty hard to have a successful business because you're missing a big chunk of what, what business is, like businesses run on sales. And so the fact that you jumped in there and you owned it and you started learning the things and realizing sales is really easy and it's actually really fun mm. because it's just you showing up and serving your products to the people that actually want what you have. It's not selling something that you don't believe in. It's not, you know, scamming people out of their money. It's not being a disruption or annoying anybody or being a bother. It's literally you showing up and them going like, thank you for doing that for me. And thank you for providing these services. And thank you for taking my credit card and swiping it. And thank you for giving this client experience. And thank you for this product. So I love that. Yeah. When you realize that 
your time is the most valuable thing ever. I think you show up differently. Um, that's mm. kind of, you know what? I'll say that to sum it up, that was uh, my like breaking point with my job was that I was like, I'm spending 40 hours a week, 40 yes. hours of my time. That is like Your the most precious thing in the world. Yes. And then I'm giving all of my energy to that, like getting paid, like not the best wage. And if I could just put those 40 hours into myself and my business, and I did, like I would like quadruple what I was making at my job. And you show up differently for your clients when you realize your time is money and, or your money is the most important thing. I mean, you want to be an energy giver. And if you ever think about like, you know, there's a friend you hang out with and after you hang out with them, you just feel so drained and tired versus there's other friends you hang out with. And when you're done, you're like, heck yeah. Like I have all these new ideas. Like I feel so great and full. And that's how you want to show up for your clients. You know, you don't want to have this long drawn out sales call where at the end you feel depleted and they feel kind of gross. Like you want to leave the call where they feel good and they feel excited. Yes. In general. Oh, for sure. And I think one of the most important things, this is like, you know this, but this is one of the big secrets that people just get wrong is you've got to match your client's energy where they're at. And so if they're excited and they just really want to book you and they're just, you know, they're sitting on the call going like, fine, they're going to get our wedding photographer. And then you're on the other side and you're like, oh, I'll give you a discount. And what about this? And, and you just don't have that same enthusiasm and energy that they have, it's never going to sell. And so it's really important, like you're saying, you protect your time and your energy. So then that way you can give it to your clients and then give that amazing experience. So that's really cool. You're dropping lots of good bombs here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I learned a lot. Of, I feel like a sponge soaking it all up. But um, like tagging off of that, the accountability aspect that you preach I feel like I don't hear that a lot or as much as I wish I did, but you always say like, yeah, like if it's not working, like what am I doing wrong? You know, not what are mm -hmm. they doing wrong? And it's funny. I like had your voice in the back of my head when I was like answering this, but um, I got a DM from another photographer asking me how I get such cool clients to shoot and who are so much fun. And I mean, sure, I guess like attracting your ideal client plays a little into it, but like at the end of the day, it is your job as a photographer to make your clients feel comfortable, to make them feel like they have fun. Like it is, you are fostering the environment. If you show up to a shoe and you seem like you don't care, you're just trying to get it over with, like you have to come feeling warm and excited. And it starts from like the very top from when they first like the first point of contact, whether it's like watching you on your Instagram story, like you have to come excited. And if you feel like you keep getting these uh, boring clients who are no fun, like maybe it's you, you know, maybe you're, like, <laughs> not fun, you know, you have to take accountability. And I think when you start taking accountability and when I started taking accountability for like how my shoots went, um, and I started suggesting fun things like, hey, you love pinball? Okay, let's go play pinball Like at your photo shoot. You guys like to swim? Let's go on the lake. I'll put on my swimsuit and I'll take pictures of you in the lake. Epic. 
But I mean, if I just, okay, let's shoot at this field that I've shot at 20 times because I don't want to put any effort into getting to know my clients or coming up with creative ideas like, okay, look at me and smile. Okay, look at each other and smile. Of course, my clients are going to be boring as shit because I'm boring as shit. You know, Mm. I'm not giving them the space to have fun and be themselves. Wow, I love that so much. That really resonates. I know someone listening right now is like, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, I feel that. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So you've taken (laughs) massive responsibility and you're taking responsibility for your own career, your own time. You are the master of your own domain right now. Moving forward for 2024, is it looking exciting for you? Do you have big unrealistic goals? Is there a big giant to-do list of things that you want to get done? Yes. Would like to dive into the education world. And I think I would like to, I think documentary style photography is becoming more popular. It got popular really quickly. I think that there's a place for more education in the wedding industry for documentary style. And what education out there is fantastic. But I also think that there is a place for education that is really solely based on mindset. Because that was my biggest hurdle. And that's why I resonated Mm. with you a lot is because no one really talked about like, I find these educators and they're like, yeah, I went, I've been a photographer for four years and I went full-time two years ago. And like, you know, they were at it for three years and, but there was no like vulnerability to it. And I think hearing you and your story about how you had a rough upbringing and you were an entrepreneur beforehand. So you just like understood the fundamentals of business because, and even in your episode with Joy, like you talked about having to go to therapy and like, get all that together. I mean, I think there is a lack of that conversation because everything for me was like, I grew up, you know, being told I wasn't good enough. And then I carried that belief through my entire adulthood into my business. And I didn't believe I was good enough. And yeah, I had to go to therapy and get that shit taken care of and learn how to believe in myself because if I didn't believe in my business, no one else was. So I really think I want to focus on the whole mindset aspect of being a business owner because you can teach strategies all day long but until your mind's in it you have nothing you know Mm. man that sounds amazing sounds like a big year and also congratulations on doing all that hard work as well because i know a lot of people will avoid it but um it's the game changer isn't it when you actually go and work on yourself and and change yourself so well done yeah it's worth it it'll be worth it every single time and then i have financial goals as well, of course. You know, I want to double. I want to break into. How much into, you make it right now? I am pretty close to hitting six figures, yep. but that's in four months. So I well. made twenty. I made twenty k total for photography from August of twenty twenty two to August of twenty twenty three, and then just September, October, November. I'm at eighty k. And yeah. I have you four times work. your money in three in just three months. Yeah. That's an exponential growth right there. <laughs> yeah, because I think I realized that um I could actually like charge a money for my work and not do it for like fifty dollars an hour. Um because I put in all this freaking work. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, all it really came down to mindset and sales not being scary and the whole nine yards and 
realizing that this is actually a lot of work and I deserve to like be compensated for it. You know, like That's there's right. not someone above me making the money. Like I deserve to be compensated uh, for it. And yeah, so I'd like to double what I'm doing. I probably should set a bigger goal because my goal for this year was to make 50K. And you've already smashed uh, that goal by a long shot. Yeah, in three months. So when you say unrealistic, I think I, yeah. I should Your get goals bigger. Are too small. <laughs> <laughs> Your goals are too small. We need to get unrealistic. You want them to be scary, not like achievable. You want them to be like, oh my God, imagine if I had to do that. Because then everything will expand for you. You start thinking differently, you know, and what's yeah. possible for yourself. Yeah, and I mean, there's no reason not to. Like, no reason. Why not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think I have all the time. I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. I think about it all the time. The only thing that I lose is like, um, when I set a goal, sometimes I do, I set it really big and it's really scary. And yeah, I'm scared. That's the main thing. I'm just like, oh man, it just seems like it's impossible. It's scary. But then I start telling everyone about my goal and then I start sharing like what I want to do. And then I start working a little bit harder on it, looking for new rooms and new strategies. And after a while, I'm like, wow, actually my goal was too small. <laughs> I right. should have made it bigger. The second it's like, you start speaking about it. I think that's like mm. um, one of the key factors. You start speaking about it and then it's like, you're finally kind of in that position. I like to use the analogy, like when I was like, there's two roads, you know, one is highway one and one's highway two. And the six figures is on highway two, but you're driving down highway one. And like nothing there is going to get you to that point because uh, you're on mm. the wrong road, you know? It's on the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but when you hop onto the right path, you know, everything is like in alignment and you're like, oh, that makes sense. Like, yes. that's how I'm going to get there. And all the opportunities start to line up because that's your reality. And it's like simple physics. Like it can't, you know, the universe can't help but match that because you're speaking it into existence and then the opportunities start coming in line. And then it's like, maybe you set your goal to be so unrealistic that you're scared you're not going to achieve it. So you're like, you know what? I'm so scared that I'm not going to achieve it, that I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I do. I love that so much. And that analogy that you just use is so perfect. And another one that I use, like as you get more successful as well, I think as you get more successful, you know, you're on the right highway. And so that's sort of how it feels. But the next analogy I use is sort of like, uh, and I've heard a lot of people say this before, but it's like a plane when it's like three degrees off. So if you're flying from Colorado and you're going to London, if you're three degrees off, you're going to probably end up in Norway or somewhere so far off. So when I like sign up to a course or something, I'm not looking for like a whole new highway. I'm like, I could be three degrees off of my business, like 3% off. That's all it has to be. And I'm going to land in the wrong spot and I'm probably going to make the wrong impact and not enough money. I'm not going to hit my goals and stuff. And so I'm only ever looking for like that 3% optimization. If I just learn one tactic, one new thing with my mindset, like one new thing gets unlocked, then I know that I'm just a little bit closer towards my goal and where I want to be, which is really cool. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. I love analogies. Right. And it's like, can you think if like you didn't even try, you know, I can't imagine. Um, I swear, like I can't make it up. I put in my two weeks notice. I had a photo shoot two days after I did that. And it was like one of my favorite shoots I've done. Two days later, I make an Instagram reel and it gets 200,000 views. And wow. 
like two days. And I mean, I don't know. Like, I think that's kind of funny that I've been posting Instagram reels and I put in my notice. Yeah. And then oh, I've never had a reel get over like a thousand views. And then I put in my two weeks notice and like three days later, my reel gets 200,000 views and I get all these inquiries. Like, I truly believe it's because I was finally like in alignment. And yeah. you know, whatever the heck's out there is like, oh, cool. Like you you understood the assignment. Like now we're mm-hmm. gonna help you because you're actually on the right path and you're not fighting us anymore. You know, you're not resisting. There's no there's no better feeling, I've got to say, there's no better feeling in life than when you finally are in line with all the things that you actually want to do and there's no more resistance or anchors holding you back and you can just sail. I feel like it feels so nice. And with so many projects or things that I've done, like I start off and I'm, and I'm kind of like disorientated and I'm lost. I don't know where I should go and everything else. And then after a while, you sort of start making your way. But then once you get some momentum and then you sort of let go of all your old limiting beliefs and your anchors and everything holding you back, it just feels so good to be in the flow where things just keep happening. Like you just get luckier and luckier. Like just like you're saying with your reel, it's like, oh my God, it just happened. You know, this just happened. This just happened. So it's so yeah, cool you're it- there. It's funny the like um, part where you say you keep getting luckier because I like had that, you know, real do pretty well. And I got a lot of inquiries and I'm like, okay, like, you know, that's probably going to be like my like viral reel. And then last week I had one that's like over half a million views. It's at like 600,000. And that one got me like destination inquiries, Um, which is funny. I feel like a lot of photographers want to be like destination or like travel photographers. I like would like rather not be on a plane if possible. So that's like not like my crazy goal, but it's freaking cool. Mm. And I think I go back and forth a lot. Like everyone, you know, people ask me a lot and I'll be like, oh, I got lucky. You know, I had some Instagram videos do well, but also I'm like, you know, you have to, I did get lucky, but I also worked like really hard for this. And yeah. I've been taking pictures for 10 years and I'm the one who decided to show up and make those Instagram reels, even though I was only getting a thousand views and I've had my account for like nine years now. And you get lucky, I think when you work hard, you know, and you're in alignment and, you know, like you said, you let go of those anchors and you just kind of let yourself sail. Love that so much, Hannah. I'm going to stop it here. I am really excited for 2024 and being there with you in the business map as well. I think big things are going to happen for both of us. And I'm excited that we both get to share those goals and share the journey as well. So thank you so much for being on here today. Where could everybody come and drop in and say hello? My Instagram is at wildfaithphoto. Um, And then my website is wildfaithphoto.co. Those are the two spots you'll find me. I'll link them down below so people can come and say hello. Thank you again. And um, everyone listening to Make Your Break today, thank you so much. I really appreciate you all. And I'm going to see you next week. Mm